It's a new year and a new chance for you to make a fresh start with your compliance. Port, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. First, a message from the Compliance Podcast Network sponsor, Ethico. In the intricate world of ethics and compliance, each second is precious, and slow case closures are more than just delays, they're missed opportunities. Enter Ethico. Our solution revolutionizes case management, cutting case closure times in half, and turning every challenge into a chance for improvement. Imagine a workspace where efficiency and compliance coexist harmoniously. Don't just dream of faster resolutions, make it your reality. Visit ethico.com slash cpn today to book a demo and dive into our exclusive white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance. Empower your team with the tools they deserve. Day 25, responding to investigative findings. There is nothing like an internal whistleblower report about a compliance violation, the finding of such an issue, or a subpoena from the DOJ or notice letter from the SEC to trigger the board of directors and senior management attention to the compliance function and the company's compliance program. Such an event can trigger much gnashing of teeth and expressions of outrage following immediately by proclamations, quote, we are an ethical company, end quote. However, it may well be time for a very serious reality check. You may find yourself in a position that you will have to have some very frank discussions about what to expect in terms of cost and time outlays. While much of these discussions will focus on the investigative processes and those costs, these discussions will allow you to initiate the talk about remediation going forward and begin to explain why money must be budgeted for the remediation process. One of the things rarely considered is how the investigation triggers the remediation process and what the relationship is between the two. When issues arise warranting an investigation that would rise to the board of directors level and potentially require disclosure to the government, there's usually a flurry of activity and attention. Everyone wants to know what is going on. As Russ Berlin has noted, for a short time you'll have everyone's full attention, yet it can be a tricky place because you can get your 15 minutes to really get everyone's full attention, and from then on you're fighting with everyone else for their attention, like most normal things in business. You need to explain the cost to the board and senior management. You need to be upfront and candidly, candid and firmly stating, to get to this place, this is what it's going to cost. Moreover, you need to be able to show how some companies paid very large amounts, not just in the eventual fine and penalty, but also in other costs, such as shareholder lawsuits, claims, and post-resolution costs. We want to show you how people have lost money by having to write big checks because they didn't take these allegations seriously. One of the most difficult things, parts of an investigation, is it often done in a way which the investigators will want to maintain as tight a control over information and privilege as they possibly can. The remediation requires output from the investigation to understand where the risk points and gaps are, both in the compliance programs and internal controls. There is a tension, and it needs to be structured in a way that information can be shared with those who are designing the remediation without fear of compromising the information coming forward. You cannot find gaps in your compliance system until you stress test it. Viewed in this light, your compliance failures can be viewed as the ultimate stress test. 
Well, guess what? You just got handed a stress test, and this is where the system broke down. So you know there's a gap. Absent an investigation, as painful and difficult as that is, that gap would have just been sitting there. The investigation will raise information to you about the failures of your compliance program you may not have known previously existed. While there will be a desire by some folks not to give out information about the investigation until it is completed and a final report, you must resist this at all costs. If the results of the investigation are not made available to you as the chief compliance officer or the compliance professional charged with remediation, your compliance program, your remediation will be extremely difficult. There should be a solid line of communication between the people who are doing the investigation and the people who are leading the remediation. Otherwise, you can only begin your remediation in the most general terms, and you will not be able to deal with the specific gaps in your compliance program or the risks that need to be managed. Such an approach is also a recipe for disaster. First and foremost, the DOJ will not give you credit, and you may lose types of benefits under the corporate enforcement policy. Moreover, the executive attention will be dissipated, and you will lost you will have lost your momentum to clean things up. Yet there are even more type, more points about this that you should make to your employees and those in your audience as well. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, a serious FCPA investigation gets the attention of board and your senior management. Use this time to move the compliance program forward. Number two, be aware how, of how your investigation can impact and even inform your remediation efforts, recognizing the DOJ's requirement of the need for speed. Number three, be prepared to deal with the dreaded where else question. I hope you'll join me tomorrow on day 26, where we take a look at CCO authority and independence. Compliance Podcast Network is sponsored this month by Ethico. Ethico is a leader for compliance champions like yourself with its ethics and compliance optimization system built to turn goals and guidelines into real ROI for your program. For more information and a special white paper, go to ethico.com slash cpn. Thank you for listening to this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a part of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>